is Cynthia McIntosh, and I welcome you to Nuggets of True Broadcast. On today, I want to share a word of encouragement to those of us who feel inadequate for what the Lord has called us to do on our jobs. We find ourselves being asked to do a task we did not quite expect when we accepted the job. But suddenly, oh yes, suddenly due to a need in our company's goals, we're asked to step up and take on work that will require greater effort than we expected. Unfortunately, this request is not always made with a financial increase by our employer. Employers will abuse us with more work and less pay if their returns are low at the time or if they're just hoarders of money. The good news is that the Lord will raise our pay with the promotion to greater work expectations. This requires us to take on the greater load of work on the job by faith in God, who employs all of us. I say this because God is the chief employer of all mankind. He created the idea of work. For this reason, he will build up and destroy companies. He will bring prosperity and disaster to whomever he chooses. Beloveds, it is up to us to walk by faith in the Lord's ability to carry us every step of his call for work in our lives. I share these words today because the Lord needs light in the midst of darkness. There is so much darkness in our homes, our churches, our schools, our state and federal governments, charitable organizations, hospitals, and I could go on and on. We are the light that will get many places of darkness changed into God's place of peace and life. Oh yes, beloveds, we can be hope in the midst of uncertainty, right? You see this truth in, in Matthew five fourteen through 16, which says, You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they, do they light a lamp and put it under a bus basket, but on a lampstand. It gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Now, this scripture lets us know that God will place us where we can shine. We cannot shine on jobs where we do not fit. What God asks us to do, he fit us for. And what he fits us for, he asks us to do. I take this truth from one of my favorite biblical characters, and that is Jeremiah the prophet. He was called to be prophet. Of Israel during one of their greatest seasons of change in their history. God planned for a foreign nation to take them into bondage for 70 years. God called Jeremiah to help prepare them for this change and support the effort as it occurred. He was like to this nation during one of its darkest hours. Now, many of us have this same call from the Lord to bring hope to a season of crisis and change. God's selection is not always based on strength, 
of the individual, but on his strength. This is the case of Jeremiah. You see this in Jeremiah chapter 1, 4 through 9, which says, Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Then said I, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a youth. The Lord said to me, do not say I'm a youth, for you shall go to all to whom I send you. And whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. And then the Lord put his hand, put forth his hand and touched his mouth. I'll stop reading there, but you'll see in these scriptures that as soon as the Lord told Jeremiah what he wanted him to do, Jeremiah confesses his inadequacy for several reasons. First of all, he was only 21 years of age without any experience as a prophet. He was born a priest, but called to be a prophet. He was a son of a priest who was training him to be priest as well. Jeremiah thought it was very strange for the Lord to call him to something without giving him first a mentor to help him do it. You see, Jeremiah learned what many of us are learning today. We are learning the truth of 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 26 through 31, which says in the New King James Version, it says, For you see your calling, brethren, that not many wise according to the flesh. Not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty. And the base things of the world and the things which are despised God has chosen, the things which are not to bring to nothing the things that are that no flesh should glory in his presence. But of him you are in Christ, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. That as it is written, he who glorifies, who glories, let him glory in the Lord. Now, dear hearts, this scripture shares with us the categories of those chosen for his service. So he gets all the glory. He chooses the foolish, the weak. The base things and those that are despised to bring to shame those who consider who we consider and idolize as important. There's a tendency for us to value fleshly strengths over God's anointing in our lives. You see, the Lord wants us to see him through each other and find him first when it comes to service for him. He wants the glory. For this reason, the Lord will call those who do not have natural abilities to fit the job. He will choose those who can depend on him for the work he wants them to do. God chooses people of faith over ability. And those who have favor in high places. This was the case with Jeremiah. Beloved, he was not positioned by man, but by God. And unfortunately, he was not received or, or believed because of this. 
he suffered much pain and turmoil because of this by his own nation. At, at one time, he barely escaped with his life after prophesying that their cities would become desolate by their captors. At another time, his enemies beat him and put him in prison. As with Jeremiah, so with us, we will not always be happy in the place that the Lord anoints us to fill. But be assured that no one, and I mean no one, can remove us from our God-given office until the Lord allows them to. I remember when I first started out as a, a research engineer right out of college, I, I felt inadequate for the job. And my supervisor deepened these thoughts with the statements that I should not be working in this position, but strangely enough, my supervisor could not find a reason to fire me. In fact, her supervisor made her give me a promotion to a high pay level. Now, granted, it was quite a struggle during the entire process, but I knew the job was where the Lord wanted me to be for that season in my life. After 11 years on that job, the facility was shut down by the government, which forced all of us to find new jobs. And believe it or not, I was the first one to get a new job from that location. I was given a new job in another state without a face-to-face -face interview. The job took me based on my resume. And to this day, I give the Lord glory for the victory after my long, long struggle in that situation. Now, I'm sharing these thoughts today because we sometimes find ourselves being asked to do a task that we did not quite expect when we accepted the job, or we find ourselves unable to fully do the job without the Lord's help, or suddenly due to a need in our company's goals, we're asked to step up and take on work that will require greater effort than we expected. Whatever the case, the Lord is, I want you to know, the Lord has your back. And whether you have the favor of leadership or not. And for this reason, your gifts from the Lord will make room for you. Pharaoh will find you when needed to help bring the country or job out of a crisis as it did with Joseph in Old Testament times. Joseph the son of Israel, the son of J Jacob, was in an Egyptian prison when the Lord gave him the interpretation of the Egyptian Pharaoh's dream. That interpretation saved the entire nation from starvation during a seven-year famine. Joseph had not gone to dream school. He was not taught how to interpret dreams. In fact, his schooling started out as being a favorite of his father. He was hated of his brothers, sold into slavery, into Egypt, falsely accused of rape by his Egyptian master's wife, put into the Egyptian prison, but taken out of prison because of one thing, because of God's given gift to him to interpret dreams. The Pharaoh promoted Joseph to be the second man in power over the Egyptian nation because of this gifts. Beloved, Jacob's 
or rather Joseph's journey and call in his life was far beyond normal. Most of his life was spent in a foreign land away from his family. However, his life without his family for a season helped him to save his family from starvation. There may be someone listening to me right now who has been called by the Lord to be a light in a foreign place without birthrights, education, favor, or experience to rise to a higher place on their jobs. I encourage you to fight to be flexible and to flow into the place where the Lord is leading you to. Don't let the pain and strain of the situation run you from your place of destiny. Your inadequacy in your eyes, in the eyes of men, qualifies you to be used by the Lord. Well, beloveds, I've got to go. God bless you, and I hope to share again with you all next week.